everyone. This is Jalyn with Behind the Faith Podcast. So, this is the very first episode. I made a little intro episode, but this is the first episode. Here in this episode, I want to talk a little bit about my faith story. The reason why I decided to start this podcast. So, basically, I'm just going to jump right in and just kind of just share my life story with you and how... God saved me from a broken life. When I was about six years old, um, my parents got divorced. Um, I was the only daughter. I was the oldest child. Um, My dad ended up getting custody of the three of us kids. It's me and my two little brothers. And um, I just kind of... um, you know, just kind of became mom, I guess. Um, my dad was working. I kind of took over the mindset that I have to make sure my dad's okay. I have to make sure my brother's okay. I have to, like, I felt like it was my job to fix everything. And that became a very heavy burden that I forced onto myself at six years old. Um, I made sure that I was up every morning and I would help my brothers get ready for school and I would you know tell my dad hey I'm gonna cook dinner and hey I'm gonna do this like I started doing that from a very young age um and don't get me wrong there were people that like stepped in and helped you know like my grandma and babysitters and stuff like that but um ultimately I felt like it was my responsibility to take care of everyone to make sure everyone was okay and, um, anyway, I, I've always had a faith in God. I grew up in church. I grew up going to Sunday school, vacation Bible school, um, you know, all the things, but I didn't really understood what it meant to have a relationship with God. And so keep in mind with uh, my parents' divorce, um, and what I had just said about my faith in God, I... At that time, at six years old, seven years old, I had also told my parents that I was being molested by another family member. And that was very hard and very scary to share that with my parents because this certain individual threatened me. He threatened to harm me. He threatened to harm my family. Um, But at seven years old, I was being um, sexually abused. And that was very scary for me. And I kept very quiet about that. And, um, so if you keep in mind, my parents are going through a divorce and I'm being sexually abused by another family member. Um, my grandpa had passed away during this time. This was all ha- happening at the same time. Um, it was, a, it was a lot to try to burden on myself. I... I honestly remember just sitting there thinking, like, Jolyn, like, you got to take care of everyone. You have to make sure everyone's okay. Don't let anyone be broken. It's okay if you're broken. Just don't let them be broken. Make, you know, make sure that you, you fix this and you fix that. Make sure that you keep everyone happy. Everyone needs to be okay. I remember thinking to myself that one night, and I remember just crying myself to sleep, um, feeling overwhelmed and, like, trying to make a plan. How, how am I going to make my dad happy? How am I going to make my mom happy? How am I going to make my brothers happy? How can I keep everyone okay? 
but at the time I myself I wasn't okay and um I was never the kind of kid who was bitter or angry or lashed out and like went and did rebellious things I honestly just I kind of kept to myself I kind of kept reserved I was I tried to be kind I tried to be giving and helpful every opportunity that I could um but I kind of became shy I kind of put myself in a bubble because I told myself it was my responsibility to bear the weight of all of those bad things that were happening and um it was my mission to make sure everyone else was okay so I'm going through life living just like that making sure everyone's okay constantly trying to fix everything making everything my responsibility to take care of and um it wasn't until I was 14 years old I was talking to this boy from Oklahoma and uh, him and his family invited me to a uh, church camp in Oklahoma it's called Falls Creek and um, it was it was really cool it was a really great experience we um, they flew me out there they picked me up they took me to this camp um, this camp was amazing there's between five and ten thousand kids that attend a week and keep in mind this is a camp that goes on for eight weeks throughout the summer and each church that goes you stay for a week and then at the end of the week you pack up you leave and then the next church rolls in and so there's there's like hundreds of churches all over from texas and oklahoma and arkansas and all these different places and they're they're coming into this camp and there's thousands of kids and young adults and older adults just everyone's just coming into this camp and uh that was like the first kind of um I don't really know how to describe it I guess um experience that I've had like doing things with other people outside of my hometown and um so it was really cool for me to, to get out of my, my tiny hometown to go to Oklahoma. I had never been to Oklahoma. And then I'm going to this church camp. I was super excited. Um, I just kind of went with the mentality of like, hey, I'm going to get to make, make more friends. Um, it's going to be a good time. I'm going to have a lot of fun. I get to be away from home for a week. This is going to be great. That's kind of the mindset that I went in with. And you'll learn here in a minute that God was like, no, Joe, I got other plans for you. Um, so anyway, I get to this camp, um, I, uh, was having a great time, and, uh, it was the evening of the second day that we were there, so the second day that night, we were doing praise and worship in this big building called the Tabernacle, and there's seven, eight thousand kids gathered in this building, of us elementary kids high school kids uh, adults just thousands of people packed in this building and we're doing praise and worship and I was absolutely blown away because I grew up in a very tiny Baptist church um we uh we did hymns you know the piano which is fine um but I had never heard contemporary Christian music before I've never in my life imagined Christian music being played with guitars and drums and electric pianos and I was it was like a concert I was like oh wow like this is awesome <laughs> and 
So that night, this song comes on. And you guys are going to have to look this up. It's called Forever Rain by Hillsong. It, that was the moment that God broke through and he seriously, he changed my whole life right there. Because in the song it says, you are good, you are good when there's nothing good in me. And then later on in the song it says, I'm running to your arms, I'm running to your arms. The riches of your love will always be enough. Nothing can compare to your embrace. Light of the world forever reign. And then a little bit later in the song, I think it's the bridge, it says, My heart will sing no other name, Jesus. Jesus. And I remember just like staring up at the ceiling and my whole body, it literally just went numb. Like I had no feeling in my body. And I remember like closing my eyes and I just started sobbing and I was just crying out to God. I was like, God, I've, I've believed in you, but like, have I believed in you? And I remember just crying out to God. I'm like, if you can hear me, please hear me, hear me, God. I'm crying out to you because I had spent my whole life carrying these burdens, feeling like I'm a failure, like I'm worthless. I had the burdens of being abused. I had the burdens of constantly trying to fix everyone, constantly um, hating myself, feeling like I wasn't good enough, like I couldn't measure up because no matter how hard I tried, things weren't perfect and I had the expectation that if I was good enough the things would be better and I swear I I threw my hands up in the air and I was reaching out to God I said God here I am here I am please please hear me and I heard this voice talking to me just like I'm talking to you and he said my child I have never, never abandoned you. Through every hurt that you have felt, through every trauma that you have experienced, through every night that you went to bed crying yourself to sleep because you didn't feel like you were good enough, I was there whispering that I love you and I call you by name and you are my child. And I remember just, I would, I remember just like falling down on my knees on the floor and I was sobbing and I had like this, like this crazy out of body experience where I just felt so, I can't even explain it. Like I just felt so light, like, like my bones and everything were like the weight of who I was as a physical being was gone. I just felt so light, like air. And I remember just like screaming out to God and mind you there's all these people that are like standing around me and I'm having this meltdown on the floor and I cried out to God I said God I'm broken and God said I know but you don't have to be you were never meant to carry those burdens that I already took to the cross for you Jolyn you were not meant to carry those burdens. It is not your responsibility. Lay it at my feet. Give it to me. And I said, okay, God, I trust you. Please, God, I trust you. I'm giving it to you. 
And I literally took my hands and I folded them up into a fist and I laid it down on the floor and I said, here, God, here it is. Here's my heart. I don't have anything to offer you other than my broken heart, but here it is, God. I don't want to carry this anymore. Please help me. Walk with me. Show me. Guide me. Teach me how to follow you. Please, God, set me free. And it was at that moment that this boy, couple rows down, um, he just like walked over to me, knelt down next to me on the ground, put his hand on me. He said, I don't know who you are. And I don't really know what it is that you're going through, but I was praying and God told me to turn around and pray for the girl on the floor. And when I turned around, I saw that there was really a girl on the floor. So I had to come over and talk to you and pray for you. And I just wanted to tell you that God is telling me to tell you that he has a purpose and a plan for you and you're going to be okay. That just blew me away. I was like, I don't even know who you are, but, and you don't even know my story, but what you're saying to me is exactly what I needed to hear. I needed to hear that I had a purpose, that my life wasn't meaningless. I needed to hear that God loved me. I needed to hear that I was going to be okay. Not that my life was going to be perfect, not that things were going to be easy, but that through Christ and the strength that he can give me, I can get through it. So from that moment forward, I was just on fire for God. I was 14 years old. I was on top of the world. I was like, oh my gosh. I just wanted to tell the whole world, like, look, I was broken. I was shattered. I was crushed. I was, I was the happiest kid to the world, but I was the most damaged kid on the inside. And I wanted to share the whole, with the whole world, look what Jesus did for me. He can do that for you too. So I, I continue forward. I, uh, I get into, into high school. I'm trying to start little Bible clubs. I, I go back to camp every year. I haven't been in the last couple years. Um, I've been in college, and that's taken up a lot of my summertime. But um, I, uh, I had the opportunity to go on a mission trip to the Philippines, and that was, that was amazing. There was a little group of us. I think there were six of us that went uh, my senior year of high school, uh, October 2016. Uh, we just saved up money, packed up our stuff, and we went to the Philippines for a couple weeks to uh, feed a bunch of kids. It was really cool just having the opportunity to see God work in so many people's lives and just the gratitude that these people had for us just showing up and, and pouring out our love to them and, and teaching them that God has a love for them. It was, it was truly amazing, honestly. Um, I would love to go back someday. I think about it all the time. Um, anyway, so to fast forward now, I've been married now for almost two years. I'm, I'm currently, I'm 22 years old. I am in nursing school. Uh, that's the other thing, actually, I was going to share was that when I graduated high school, I had plans on going to Bible college and I wanted to get a degree in public speaking and uh, world's missions ministry. And that's, that's what I wanted to dedicate my life to. And I even got like 
a like $10,000 scholarship to a Bible college and I was like sweet this is what I'm gonna do I'm all set this this is what God planned for me was because I, I knew that he was calling me to ministry I knew it but um, I ended up actually moving to a little town in Arizona called Safford instead and then I uh, was trying to get in that nursing program suddenly God was like hey Jillian I want you to do nursing and I was like okay <laughs> well uh, that didn't quite work out in in Safford and then I got married and my husband and I decided to move to Tucson and I ended up applying for one of the nursing programs here and got in and I find myself currently um sometimes questioning like God is this plan that you have for me because this is hard I thought for sure you were calling me to go to to Bible college I had a, a scholarship I had I had it all planned out and instead you have me in Tucson. Um, I work every Sunday, so I don't, I'm not able to attend church. I, uh, I work at one of the hospitals here in the ICU and I go to school during the week. And so my, my schedule is very busy and I, I find myself questioning like, God, is this really what you had planned for me? Because this is really hard. It's uncomfortable. It, I find myself in seasons of depression and seasons of, of doubt and worry and and um a good friend of mine Caleb um not too long ago had said to me he said Joe he said not that not that you couldn't have gone to bible college but why would God place you in a place where you're preaching to other believers he's like going to bible college and stuff he's like that's great he said but you're in a place where you're going to school, you're working, you're not surrounded by a bunch of believers. You're literally in God's battlefield and that's why it hurts. That's why it's uncomfortable. And it hit me. I was like, wow, I've I've never thought of it like that. And, um, I mean, it's so true. I, I, I don't attend church right now. Um, my girlfriends and I, we get together every week. We do a little Bible study, but that's kind of it. And, I kind of realized in my job, I'm in the ICU, so I'm with patients that are literally having the worst day of their lives. Some of them on their deathbeds, some of them, um, you know, they're just in there for a little bit and then they go, but I am, I'm surrounded by hardship and this is where God needed me. And uh, another friend of mine had said, not that long ago, she said, uh, Joe, sometimes we have to realize that we don't have a specific purpose, a specific calling. She said, you could be anything you want to. You could be a teacher. You could be a doctor. You could be a nurse. You could be um, an artist. You could be a dancer, a singer, a book writer, whatever it is that you want to be. And whatever it is that you decide to be, God is going to use those gifts that he gives you for his glory. And he's going to use you to reach people, to love people, to encourage him, to point people to Jesus. And so that's what I want to encourage you of today is no matter what your circumstance is, rather if you come from maybe a bad family background, maybe you did not grow up in a healthy home, maybe you took a lot of wrong turns, a lot of um, paths that maybe 
you shouldn't have gone down on. Maybe you're walking down a path that you, um, you're not sure of. No matter who you are and where you're at in your life, God is going to meet you exactly where you're at and he's going to use you for something amazing, something absolutely amazing, far, far beyond than what we can comprehend. Um, a lot of people tend to think about God being up on the mountain and being so, uh, so far ahead and so high up. And while that's true, God is also down in the valleys. When you're down in that valley and you're, you're at your lowest low, God meets you exactly where you're at. And sometimes it takes something so small for you to realize that sometimes God allows us to go through the things that we go through because he needs us to learn something. He, he wants to teach us something so that we can use those hurts and those struggles that we encounter to turn them around and use them as powerful testimonies and stories to share with other people because you never know who you're talking to that might be going through the same exact thing that you have already conquered because God got you through that because you chose to dig down deep you chose to take it to the cross you chose to lay it down at his feet give it to God and you conquered that God conquered that whatever it is that you're facing present um, past, future, God has already conquered that. He's already took it to the grave. Those burdens were already hammered into his flesh at the cross. The only thing that Jesus is asking of you today is to lay it down at his feet. You're not meant to walk alone. You're not meant to carry these burdens by yourself. He loves you and his grace is so good and it is renewed every single morning. So if this is you today saying, thinking to yourself, Jolene, I'm broken, I'm hurt, I'm closed off, I've been through the worst of the worst, I don't, I don't know how to get through it, turn to God. I'm human, I don't have all the answers and me, I'm still human. I still encounter struggles every single day. I still have depression. I still have frustrations and anger and fear. I'm human and I have weak flesh, but I have a mighty, mighty God that stands behind me that backs me up. And he's just waiting for you. He's calling out to you saying, run to me, run to me, lay it at my feet, let me help you. So if this is you today, I pray that if you're listening to this, that you would lay your burdens down. And if you have a hard story, use that. Use that as a tool. Someone else is gonna need to hear it. I know, it, I know it's hard, I know it sucks, but you're gonna get through it. You're gonna do amazing things through Christ because God is gonna use you because as my favorite verse says, Jeremiah 29, 11 through 13 says, for I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope in a future. And then when you call upon me and you search for me, you seek me with all of your heart, you will find me and I will help you. So let me close in prayer. 
Father God, I come before you today, Lord, to say thank you, Lord. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the love that you have for each and every one of us, God. Father, I pray that whoever is listening to this right now, Lord, that they would hear your voice speaking through me. God, that they would feel your presence, that little chill that they get when they're sitting in the car listening to this, God, that is your Holy Spirit. God, I just pray right now that you would be bold, that you would move in the lives of those who are listening and those who aren't listening, God. God, that you would break through their door and you would say, my child, here I am, here I am. And they would that they would respond to you. Father, the love that you have for us is so big. and it's, it's so much bigger, I think, than what we can comprehend. Father, but I thank you, God, and I praise you, Lord. I ask for your forgiveness, Lord, for our human struggles, God. But you know our struggles, God. You took those to the cross. You took those cross. You took those burdens to the cross, God. They were nailed to your flesh. Those burdens, we don't have to carry those anymore. So God, we love you. God, I pray for each and every one of those that are listening to this podcast right here, right now. God, I thank you for blessing this podcast, Lord. That you put this on my heart to share so that others can hear it, God. And I pray that even if just one person hears this and is impacted by it, Lord, that is all for your glory, God. And that is that is all I want is for one person to be impacted by this, God. Because you were good. You were so good, God. Lord, I thank you and I love you. And all this that I pray in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, guys. And have a very blessed evening.